0: snap and the ball is free it's picked up by Michigan State Jalen wants Jackson and he scores this is going to run it all the way back Auburn's gonna win the football game and a watch this is thank you to NIL quarterback he makes the read and what do you know guys it's an orgy in the end zone
1: Michael college basketball is pretty great you know (laughs) there's a running bit on the pod that that you're trying to spread the misinformation that I do not enjoy college basketball. But.
0: Hey, listen, you've said it, you've said it first. I'm just, it's your words. I'm just, I'm just spinning them, construing them and then making them sound not like what you said, but yeah. Right.
1: Sure. I mean, it's fair. Hey, you're good at it. So I'll give you that, but hey, uh, look at, we're, we're, I mean, we're getting right into it and I mean, we'll get into, you know, the specifics, but I, there's something about early season college basketball that I, that I love, I think the most, but you know, here to talk about it, we're, we're Name Image Podcast. We are, now, we're delving into both sports, college football, and college basketball, because tis the season, as the folks say. So, Michael, you know, first off, how you doing? How, how are things going?
0: I mean, it's snowing outside. It just, you know, it took me two hours to commute down to Castle Rock and back. So, uh, I still hate the snow. I, I mean, I know that everybody's waiting on pins and needles to figure out if I still hate it. I still hate it um but yeah other than that Kyle you know we're a little little uh a little sick just a little new
1: weather but right. we're gonna persevere you know it's just that season right we're we're, we're feeling it and you know and you know speaking of the season uh let's start with let's start with college basketball just because college football is kind of yeah. we're in a little bit of a holding pattern right because it's like every week it's like oh like is it you know what's going to change this week and the playoff baloney it's just it's so annoying but not really much to change, so cool. I think we're going to briefly look back, you know, and then look ahead, kind of at this landscape. But I still don't think we're going to know much even after this weekend, to be 100% honest. But mm-hmm. that's where college basketball comes into play, because like we had a game on an aircraft carrier again, and uh, I love it. I'm all I'm all for the weird venues and and like kind of the the, the mini tournaments and things like that. And uh, as someone who's played a lot of basketball, and yourself. Uh, how much? How much do you think we can take away kind of from kind of these early seasons? So far, we've seen some exhibitions, practices, but as a team, like when do you really start to know about your team?
0: Uh, it's I'm gonna I'll address that on a like a team by team basis and then just the grand scheme of things. Team by team basis, as we, we and we'll get into it uh, here shortly. If you were to watch Michigan that Michigan State Gonzaga game on the aircraft carrier, beautiful theatrics. The setting was awesome. I mean, basketball's the only sport where you can good kind of like get too. away with these yeah. things. It's a good game. Uh, I don't think at that given moment, if you're a Michigan State fan, if you're a uh, coach, Izzo, which he was pretty adamant in the offseason, was saying, like, not necessarily we don't know what we have, but, like, this isn't the most talented group of guys that we've had, maybe. Uh, so you walked away from that game being like, mm, I'm not really sure what we have in this team. But uh, it wasn't
1: complete ass. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> in,
0: like, in, in Duke Duke versus Kansas, both teams played. It was a horrifically sloppy game. Like, I like, I like Kansas won. I don't think you walk away from that being like, OK, Kansas hasn't figured out or like, oh, Duke has it figured out. I don't think really any team, given these early slate of games, given especially like how many top 25 teams are losing to kind of in basketball is not necessarily these huge underdogs if there is in football, but there are underdogs. So right now, I don't think really anybody kind of knows what they have in their team. And that's a huge part of that being transfer portal. Right. I mean we have the big guy for Northwestern on Duke who just kind of was like looking like a lost puppy out there, but I'm sure he'll figure it out. Uh, but then in the grand scheme of things, we just, we still have no idea who's who because right. fast forward, and this could be the, the segue into the, the the all-time classic, I'm still hard over a game. Uh, I don't think Michigan State had a, had a shot, had a prayer walking in that Kentucky game. I don't think anybody else really did either. I thought it was going to be a pretty lopsided uh, affair. Michigan State, Tom Mizzle specifically, the best play calling I think I've ever seen in my entire lifetime. Best coaching, just best all-around ball game put together by Michigan State. And I think that that was the game that they needed desperately to kind of jumpstart their conference play and, and really have a solid season. Yep. So, like I said, I, I it's – and you you screenshot a text, you tweet it out. I've watched a lot of basketball. I've been – I've played a lot of basketball. That was one of the instant classic – all time i will always remember where i was where i was sitting what i was doing when i was watching that game phenomenal game kyle phenomenal game from the spartans on tuesday night
1: right and especially because the champions classic like we've been doing it for about 11 years now i think running which like people always like you know point out you know college basketball is a game of blue blue bloods and i'll I'll get to that a little bit later with some of these new young gun teams in the sec that are coming out of nowhere but it's a game of blue bloods and and Unlike Mm -hmm. college football, where that argument is, it's kind of annoying because it really is the same teams. Like, there's something about college basketball where you the brands carry a lot of weight. Your Kansas Duke, North Carolina, you know, those types of teams. In Kentucky, for example, then you have Michigan State in there where it's like we absolutely had to earn that status over Tom Izzo's tenure. yep. And uh, usually we, you know, we'll be in this game and it'll be close. We'll be playing Kansas or Duke or something, but then it'll be toward the end and it just kind of gets away from it, right? Yep. And then it's just like fucking finally, we just put it all together. And just like what you said, those those inbound plays toward the end where you absolutely needed a bucket, uh, you know, to tie it up or, or just to kind of you know take command or anything like yep. that. Yeah, and we haven't had that in a long time. And and Izzo puts a lot of faith in the assistants, and I th- I just think the assistants mm-hmm. that were before just didn't quite maybe we didn't have the players or we just weren't quite unified as a group but I mean they ran those plays to perfection each one of them oh, you know it, and um,
0: it was in yeah. in it, football it's I think that by the time it, when you look at the coaching staff and kind of the coaching schematics by the time you're running down the entire kind of roster of coaches there are so many hands and there's so many cooks in the kitchen as right. far as coaching Basketball is head coach, you know, three, four assistant coaches, of a variety. and variety. Then obviously you'll have some kind of subsidiaries that are around, kind of helping a little bit. But that was the clash of the gladiators, being Calipari and Izzo, and Izzo absolutely outschooled Calipari in every facet of the game. I mean, that that inbounds play for the wide open dunk to send it to OT that play couldn't have been drawn up any better. You could watch that play a hundred times and you could coach your team through that play a hundred times. And it probably only works a fraction of the time. I mean, that play was so well executed. It was just, my basketball boner
1: was absolutely through the roof. It was absolutely incredible. What we saw. Well, and that, and that's what, you know, that's a lot of that's scouting, right? Cause Oscar, Shimbue, oh, yeah. who, uh, you know, he's player of the year last year, incredible talent, obviously coming off a little bit of an injury, Things like that, but you just kind of look, and Kentucky's usually a young team. They have a lot of seniors now. They have like a lot of like tenured right. players, but they just found okay, who's the guy who's most likely to just kind of get lost in, in the mix oh, right yep. now? It's Shibu. It's the first she- game back. Shiway right? fucked that up so bad. Right.
0: He he immediately pointed, he immediately turned around, he started pulling and yelling at other teammates. They did that, they did that slow motion. That man yep. either had to hedge that screen and pass it off to the next guy who should have then crashed down with him. He didn't do anything. He just stood there, watched the screen happen, and then totally left his back towards the basket and just let that guy run right by him. And it was the ultimate finger point game. And at that moment, I know it went to OT, and then OT started off a little bit in Kentucky favor. But at that moment, I mean, it was just a master class. So, and I think this speaks to the grand, like the grand scheme of things, because even like Gonzaga went down last night. We, we really don't know who's who, and I think that this is the year where you're going to see the Izzo's Calipari will obviously figure it out down the stretch. Dollar Dollar Bill, when he's done serving his suspension, will probably come back and get things, you know, really optimized. But I think this is going to be the year where there is a all new level of appreciation for the college basketball coach. Oh, I
1: love it. <clears throat> God, I love man. it. Yeah. No. it, it, it was just it, it was just good to start this off because and Michigan State' schedule is not done yet. We play Villanova on Friday oh, no, and then yeah. a, a really good Alabama team the following week, and then Notre Dame, who's no slump. Before we, for the most part, I mean the Big Ten kind of kicks off we play northwestern penn state then a few non-cons and then back in the big 10 play so it was just good to get this win because mm-hmm. that at least now like kind of solidifies us yeah we probably should have been ranked at least 25 after the gonzaga game because like, oh, well, yeah. we lost by one point we had a chance to win it uh now we should be i mean pr- i mean i will probably end up being ranked like top 15 which it's like sure i'll, I'll take it um right. but for once i'm like yeah like i I kind of I agree with that. Seeing how we've played in these first two games, and that's empirical data. You can't say otherwise. Like right. the second game was not played on a ship. <laughs> you know, the yeah. first game was like yes. yeah, that's on a boat. You know. but yeah, we just saw it last night though as well. Like you know, now we have a team. You know, Texas kind of coming out, and they've been recruiting well after you know yep. taking Coach Beard from Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. They're a team that kind of scares me a little bit. Big, I think Big Twelve is the best, um, probably best conference in basketball this season. Um, yeah, but. That brings me to my next point. I'm just not really prepared for the SEC outside of maybe a team like Kentucky uh, mm. or, yeah, pretty much Kentucky to be good. <laughs> and now you got Arkansas who's just like, wow, every one of those players you look at and you're just like, my goodness, they're just good everywhere. Like what what's happening here? What's yeah. changed in the SEC in your eyes uh, that's kind of put them back on the map? I think I think it's
0: I think it's not it's the the answer to this question is it necessarily what is the SEC done I think this is a much longer play bigger bigger picture type deal oh, oh god oh boy uh, but well, that's
1: not a bad song to come happen No I know right 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 uh,
0: but I think it's it's the it's it's starting at the youth level right it, it, we're starting to see a lot more kids kind of kind of wean away from football, kind of explore other yep. sports. Yep. And so this is years and years and years of back backlogged progress starting to come to fruition because when you look at Arkansas, just just athletes across the board. They're long, they're lanky, they can score at pretty much any level like and that's just they're just playing AAU basketball at a little bit of more fine-tuned level and that's because the the talent pool to recruit from is so big the AAU circuit True. where it is now versus where I played back then. It's it, 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 like my team wouldn't even hold a candle to what we're marching out there nowadays on the national level. I mean, there's so much more interest in basketball. Kids are starting to kind of lean more into basketball. It's more, it's more fruitful if you make it to the pros. It's, it's just, it's easier on the
1: body. It's a little more swagger to it. It's become a little bit more. Positionless as well right like like right. there's people who like with you you were a traditional center there's people 100%. obviously that are like your size that are now <laughs> like oh. their guards like there's like point guards i feel like that are six, there's five that seven thirty pounds
0: two, there's a seven foot two unicorn kid over in europe who's gonna be the number one draft pick next year who's just out there running point guard like
1: right
0: you, you're exactly right you're exactly right and that's where that's where we're starting to see OK, these kids who, you know, 20 years ago, oh, you're tall. You're you know, go put your ass on the block and don't even come out here. Now they're starting to it's a branch out. They're starting to play the game in a different capacity and, and it's different styles of ball. Right. I mean, Duke still runs a, a very somewhat traditional kind of four out one in little variations, three out, two in. But they traditionally have a, a big guy in the middle who, who they kind of work around the SEC in general, let alone like Arkansas and, and Kentucky. They'll they'll kind of just put the ball in the the scorer's hands and they'll let him do whatever he wants. And that's where the beauty of basketball is really going to blossom this year. Like you said, the Big Twelve is probably the most well-rounded conference. Pac-12 always has a UCLA, uh, you know, an Oregon, somebody, one or two teams that'll rise to national contention. ACC is always in the mix. Big Ten plays very stout, Big Ten-branded basketball. So this is, this year is going to be a big year for college basketball as far as how it's consumed because this sport is going to be, it's just going to explode onto the scene because there's just so much parody. There's so much different teams in the mix. It's just so much fun to watch.
1: Right. And that I think really this se- no, I mean, it's spot on. And I think this season as well, um, you know, before you'd see the, the guys really try to run out like this really deep lineup and things like that. And I yep. think the smaller rotations, it, early season, you're always going to want to get the players you know playing, but mm-hmm. I think we're just going to see a much tighter lineup, right? And, right. you know, just to touch on one more thing, too, you know, with the the five foul things is always going to be such a hindrance you know, for a lot of teams. <laughs> That's where the depth is going to come into play, right? Because it's like a player like Mati Sissoko, who um, a lot of the journalists like kind of made a good point before he was just kind of a little bit of you know, pretty wild, right? He was just right. like flailing, like really going for the big blocks, like, you know, obviously fouling pretty hard. The more he has the type of games like he did against Kentucky, where it was it was just a really solid game all around. Like yep. he's scoring, he's doing that he'll get less of the – like, they won't be looking just to call fouls on him, right? Because we've seen it before where some teams will just have the enforcer, right? It's like the guy who plays eight minutes off the bench and gets every single foul and every bit of every (laughs) foul. That was kind of his role before. When you have these big guys who are able to develop the game, like, they'll get the benefit of the doubt more often, I hope. And that's what we saw against, you know, Kentucky was both Shibway and and Soko had four fouls pretty late into the game, and credit to the refs. And I I hope Calipari and Izzo both, like, held hands, went up to the refs and just said – Please like let this game just kind of play out, right? right. Like we're okay with right. this, and for the most part it did. Uh, uh, Shibui got called; he shouldn't have been setting a screen up at the top. Like that's just kind of like not hundred percent. Like like when you're half four fouls, you anyone else sets a screen because you like you're tired. It's it's overtime. You're gonna stick that leg out a little too far, and that's exactly what happened. Right. And credit exactly. to Tyson Walker who's just you know sold it a little bit, but oh, yeah. that. That's what you saw from Michigan State with Mahdi, um, who they would sub him out appropriately. Yep. We don't really have that much backup. But at, at those types of points... Hopefully the refs kind of get that same message. I wish we just had six fouls. Or I just wish we could have one player every game that you can designate, like, hey, this guy gets six <laughs> <the hit> fouls, <laughs> right? Can you imagine? That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> right, right. But but and I I this is not a uh, you know jerking off Izzo podcast, but it is gonna be for this episode. Because t- to your point, the difference of what happened there is is Shibue and then um Osoko, right? Am I saying that right? But yeah, what was your yeah okay anyway. yeah
1: Sissoko sorry
0: Sissoko. So the difference down the stretch, when they got four and four, like you said, because they, they're pretty neck and neck as far as the foul count they're racking up. When they got four and four, you already alluded to it. Number one, Izzo on the offensive end didn't put his guys in a situation to where. The high screen, you, like you said, the perfect example. Like He didn't put his guys in a situation where there could be any room for error on a ticky-tack foul. Shibuya should have no – bit. make that same play. Make somebody else run that that screen because, like you said, you draw the big man out there – all eyes are on the ball carrier. All eyes are on Shibwe You Yeah, our smallest moment. player in
1: Tyson. Well, besides you know, Little is right. See- right so out there, like, and, and Spartans players are smart,
0: right? Like they they understood the situation. They understood the ball game. So I mean, you just don't put Sheebay out there, and it's a credit to Izzo because not only like you said, did he rotate him in, you know, periodically to try to break up that that kind of streak of where that foul could happen. On defense, he pretty much said, if it comes in Sheebay. Just just body him up, straight up. No, we don't need spectacular plays here. We just need Gap you. help. A lot of gap help. And that's well, exactly it. it. You're, all the guards are dropping down. Pester him a little bit. Pester him a little bit. Bounce back out to your guy. That's like a big man. We've said it before. A big man's nightmare is, you know, having to body up another big man and then an army of flies coming for the ball. Like, it's just an absolute nightmare. <laughs> so And they did, they did it perfectly. Bounce past the Shibwe. Uh-huh. Guard drops down, kind of swats the ball a little bit, kind of pester[s] a little double team, boom, right back out. It was it was just a masterclass of, of of everything. So, it, but to your yeah. point, and you you did tweet it out, and uh, we do have a, a loyal listener who is a college who record. is a I forget that. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, the the refing it's it's always going to be up for debate, but one one point that they are making this year that I think will pay huge dividends. Uh, intentional flopping is now just a tech, just right off the bat. No warning, no nothing, just a tech. So yep. maybe that'll kind of kind of translate further on down the road to, to where even like the common foul, maybe maybe now we're starting to take a better look at common fouls and kind of judge those a little differently. But that's just the nature of the game. And, and, I mean, we're talking about an era of basketball where we have freaks, you know, super tall, super long, super strong that can just actually handle the ball, cut through the lane, drive the lane, so... It's going to be a learning period for sure but I think I think already what we've seen it's a little bit better than it was so take yeah,
1: a look it. this season I yeah it, it'll be it'll be obviously you still got you know the likes of Kansas at the top and things like that but you know But Kansas looked Kansas looked bad. sorry not even Kansas North Carolina is number 1. That's right. Well, I I guess it depends which
0: yeah, North Carolina's
1: kind of the consensus. Yeah, they bring everyone back.
0: a year where North Carolina basketball and football are both oh pretty Fuck, good you're
1: right God
0: dang- <laughs> we'll talk I'm about the ready-
1: football but
0: north carolina football is kind of on the outside looking in knocking on the
1: door right now <laughs> dude it is that is pretty crazy yeah yeah they're they're looking at some good success so yeah yeah north carolina at the top this is all going to shake up obviously because we've already had some lots yeah, north carolina gonzaga houston's up there baylor kansas duke ucla are yeah arkansas is the, the the wild card for me Creighton's ranked really high, you know, obviously your Texas's, your Indiana's, um, Alabama, it's, it's gonna be crazy. Like even Michigan, I, I, I don't hold the same vitriol toward Michigan basketball that I do, uh, football, obviously, uh, it sucks when the coach's son's really good because Jet Howard is really fucking good. Uh I mean he's he's coming off. He had 17 points last night, but it was I think his game before. Granted, they they I mean they played Pittsburgh last night. Sure, that's that's fine. Um but yeah, in, in his first um first couple of games, he's uh he's done pretty damn good. So it's kind of – yeah, that's gonna be an interesting one to watch. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, <laughs> college basketball—it's—it's it's just fun. It's just gonna be a lot of fun. It's stressful as fuck. I hate it. Yep. Like I couldn't even watch those overtimes. Granted, I, I was kind of in the process of putting my kid down, and and during the game, I, you know, uh, you know, I'll let a little bit of a couple of yells out here and there. I'll, you know, oh, will yeah. you know, the child and my wife. Just don't appreciate that. So I, I took that as a good sign that says, you know what, this game's not going anywhere. Let me just kind of step away for a moment. And if mm-hmm. we win, we win. And thank God we did because that was uh that was awesome. Listen, I come back. I, I, held right? I held it down exactly. for you. I held it down for you. Because exactly. it was I, I knew sitting there
0: watching it, I was I was channeling our inner college dorm days. I knew what would have been happening if if younger younger college Kyle was watching that game and it, it was just making me smile ear
1: to ear thinking about it. So yep. you were there in spirit. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I'm just not quite ready for it. Luckily, I'm starting to get back to the gym a little bit to get in shape because I'm watching those games and my heart is just pounded. I'm just like, right. what is going on? Like, well, and, and I, I think the big,
0: I think the big takeaway here, Kyle, is that it, like this is setting up the stage to where we're going to look at not only a crazy college basketball season, but we're going to kick off 2023 with what could arguably be one of the bigger Bigger mix-ups, parity, you know, however you want to classify it in the college football world, and I know we're going to get that next, but I think this basketball season is just going to be just bonkers. It, it, especially coming to March Madness, it's just going to be bonkers because, like we talked about earlier, there's so much talent everywhere across the nation. Well, because there's just lo- talent and, everywhere.
1: And credit to our namesake here with, with NIL, I think oh, yeah. that – and we talked about it last year, NAL is going to benefit basketball tremendously because you oh, have yeah. players like drew Timmy staying and he came out yep. and said, you know, like, listen, I can go overseas and that's cool and stuff, but I can make just as much, probably more staying here. And I love it here. Right. And oh, yeah. same with uh, you look at um, North Carolina, they basically returned everyone. Right. Yep. Um, you know, that's why you, know, that's why they're ranked so high. You get the, the kids are like, you know what? Yeah. I, I do kind of just want to be a college kid for another year mm-hmm. while also pretty much being a professional and making money. Right. right. It's, right. <laughs> you know, But you're a little bit more protected here, and I'm sure you can talk to, unless you're like a certified absolute stud, yeah, go to the NBA, but you see a lot of those kids who go, and it's lonely, right? As as weird as that sounds, imagine being 19 and just kind of being on a team, sure, you got some other youth players there, but you can't go out with the rest of the team, you can't really drink, you can't, it's not, it's obviously the money, sure, that's there, but it's so easy to get lost in that G League shuffle now, you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're seeing it happen, so...
0: Well, and it's it's like we said at the at the beginning, like what you're referencing is like in basketball is the only baseball has a very weird, like I'll never understand being drafted out of, you know, high school and you go, whatever. But basketball, if you're good enough at basketball in high school and you're like you just said, you're that dude. There's so many routes you're going to take outside of going to college, but also NIL, you, you could go to college, and make a lot of money. But, you know, who would have thought? because we did go through the one and done era right with the, the john walls the zions the you, you know the, the perpetual cycle oh, where and it we'll was always like, have that yep we'll right right that. and, and we extent. will and we will but there was an era where it was like there was just every year there was you know four or five six players that were just insanely good and then they would just be gone and then teams were we never really know who was who because we just were always cycling in guys here's nil to save the day and say hey like now we're looking down the barrel of a Kentucky team, like you said earlier, who has a lot of experience laying around, a lot of veterans laying around, which is very dangerous. And Duke's going to be the same way. Duke's going to kind of fall into that 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 rotation of two, three, four year guys for sure. And yep. it, I think college basketball the ship's going to get righted as far as if you were a fan of good chemistry, long standing teams. I think we're we're going to see that come to fruition here pretty quickly.
1: Does uh does Coach K win the game? That's all I got to ask. <laughs> <laughs> no oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well Ooh. you know we hate kansas on this podcast so dollar, dollar bill dollar bill it's uh, obviously it's still you know it is what it is but it's just funny uh so nonetheless but yeah college basketball i i'm really looking forward to it um oh, yeah. especially with we're kind of at that point next weekend for college football we'll probably be able to t- chat for three hours about whatever f- nonsense yeah. they're uh, Playoff committee comes up with, but nothing. I don't know. We didn't really learn much. You, you know, you obviously had a lot else going on, so like you weren't really able to pay attention. I did watch a good amount, and there's some good games, but nothing. We just learned nothing, right? It's cool. Right. You know, uh, Michigan State had a great game. You know, nice win against Rutgers. One went away now from becoming bowl eligible, which is just fucking crazy to me. Um, but everyone else uh, essentially took care of business for the most right. part. Um, you know, let me double check here. Again well,
0: just real quick but and while you check like let me ask you this because because as you pull it up and we're looking at it right now the top, the top four teams 4-0 or excuse me 4-0 Jesus Christ 10-0 top four teams 10-0 Ohio State Michigan have to square off so obviously there's going to be an L there but I, I you can't I mean drop them out in, you know unless Tennessee goes on a rampage <laughs> and we'll
1: and I think yeah we're going to get there when that oh, I I'm just already dreading it because it's just going to be <laughs> It's just, who's going to get left out? You know that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. But
0: I guess my question is, given the four that we have now, if if the if the regular season is today, and this is the four we have, is that enough of a change? Is this I don't. Three three of the four are good. We have TCU in there. Are you are you happy with that one, Kyle? Or are you just are want you want chaos?
1: I just want TCU to keep winning. I don't know how I feel about a rematch if, like, Ohio State and Michigan, like, both get in there. I, and, I like, I just don't know if that would be the right thing for college football. But One, I, one also of them Michigan has to haters, go to four. So, of course, right, one of know. them would have to go to four.
0: Because I agree with you. You can't you, – regardless of who wins or loses, you can't just flip-flop two and three. One of them, if you do keep them in, one of them has to go to four. Because we don't want to see – <laughs> we don't I don't
1: want yeah. to say that at all. But I, I hope I hope TCU keeps winning. They won a, a, a tough, very tough game against Texas. Answered, I think, a lot of you know questions, you know, uh, right. regarding that. At Baylor, home against Iowa State for TCU. You know, Baylor six and four. They're they're still a, a decent team. You know, Iowa State is four and six. And then you'll have the Big Twelve Championship, right? Yeah, they yep. yeah, they still have conferences. That's, yeah. And right. yeah. So right. it'll be That'll be an interesting one. You know, you had the likes of, you know, obviously Alabama now with, with the two losses and things like that. You know, they had a close one against Ole Miss Tennessee still is hanging around, but I feel like they lost a lot of credibility losing to, to Georgia. The big yeah. one I think was you know, Oregon losing uh, to Washington, to a good Washington team. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause now you have USC trying to pick up the mantle for this. Uh, and they play UCLA this weekend, which should be a great game. UCLA also just dropped a horrible game at home. which just, <laughs> I mean, that stadium is, is empty as you could ever mm-hmm. imagine. But losing at home to freaking Arizona, like that's just unexcusable. Yeah. And then you got North Carolina. North Carolina's 9 and 1, you know, kind of written off in, in a lot of regards. You know, the, the yep. one loss coming Notre Dame, which was kind of like a freak, you know, scenario there. Drake May, who, you know, easily could be up in consideration for the Heisman. Uh, North Carolina, they have, you know, three games remaining uh, Georgia Tech, North Carolina State, and then Clemson. So that's kind of an interesting kind of stretch for them. Uh, You know, Georgia Tech obviously should be a win. Rivalry game against North Carolina State should be a win. And then you got Clemson still hanging around as well with one loss. Utah's on the outside with two losses. It's just – it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, But we won't know anything. We won't know anything. Well, in Yeah. Right. And
0: and I feel like the playoff picture right now is, like we said, obviously somebody's going to have to lose in the top four because of the Thanksgiving weekend showdown. But – it's just it's sitting on such a fragile table right here because like Lord forbid Georgia or TCU like somebody gets a loss <laughs> there's gonna uh, be so much so much anger and rightfully so because then we're looking at a mirage of one loss two loss to LSU who has two very quality losses last time I checked off the top of my head don't call me there uh, one loss two loss I mean it, it, then it's like where do you where do you differentiate from there. Uh, it's – part of me roots for it, but part of me is also like I, I just don't want a world where like Alabama somehow gets in there again because they just went out, win the championship the whole nine. But
1: uh, I, I don't know if I'm excited or disgusted, Kyle. Which one should I be? <laughs> I don't know. And that's why having college basketball back is just it, – it's a good little buffer, right? Because sometimes that you just – you know right. – uh, yeah. Yeah. When, when some of the storylines run dry in college football, you're just like, oh, God, like I'm, enough. You know, it, it, the worst is when you're watching – Great action content, which we've had some awesome games these oh, last couple yeah. nights. Which is just the best, and the snow on the field last night, and everything like that, and some crazy games, you know, earlier in the week. Love it, absolutely love it. Um, we got more, not action, but another game tonight: SMU Tulane, which should be a good one. Um, but you look at this weekend, and you know, the SEC is playing their usual, you know, garbage non-conference kind of teams that are sprinkled mm-hmm. in there. But then you got some decent ones, especially the Pac-12. This is a big weekend for the Pac-12 because you have USC, UCLA, and then uh, Utah, Oregon. All, they're just gonna, all should be fantastic
0: games. They're gonna, yeah, but th- but this this just speaks to they just keep cannibalizing each other, right? Because like if, if UCLA and, beats USC, I would not even it wouldn't even shock me in the absolute slightest.
1: Right, and and but I think to a, to a point I've I made this point before as well. Like if you're a fan of any of these teams, and maybe except USC because they kind of have these grandest expectations, but like I said, for Utah. If you can win this game against Oregon, you know go to the Pac-12 championship, you know represent there and win. You're going back to the Ro- or the Rose. Yeah, I see the Rose Bowl. I think it's in on that rotation year or whatever it is. But right. you're still up for grabs for a really damn good bowl game, you know. Like, and, right. and, and for Utah, as much as you'd like to think you're a playoff team in the Pac-12 and this and that, like, what do you want to do if you're the Pac-12? Do you want to go and get embarrassed again? Because that's what would happen, right? You right. go and get absolutely embarrassed. Like USC's got maybe the best chance because they have a decent offense, but their defense is horrible. Like, right. And and it's just a different brand and, and uh, just a softer style of football. I don't know. If you're the back 12, I just think, hey, go to a good bowl game, represent there. The the playoff is just not in the cards for you this year. So, But
0: but you know how we remedy this, Kyle? And they're, they're, this is still – this is about as good as talking playoff. politics to some people. Thank you very much. 18 playoff big power five conference winner bids. Cause then we're just, and then we're just rooting for just absolute chaos. Like I could sit here comfortable knowing at the end of the day, USC, Utah, or Oregon's getting in and I can feel good about it because it's, this is, this is how we progress the sport. This is how we spread the wealth. This is how we get more, more contenders. We get more people involved, but until we expand it, we're still going to be sitting here hoping that TCU holds on because we just need a purple team. For once to be in there, <laughs> besides Washington
1: in 2017 or whatever. Clemson does have purple a little bit, but no, I, I know exactly. I, I'm picking me up. Big Just
0: time. Give me, give me somebody different. Give me a frog in there.
1: Right, and and yeah, looking at the slate, yeah, there's outside the Pac-12 games. There's not a lot of the marquee matchups. A lot of teams, you know, playing for that bowl eligibility, which is always fun. So I'm, you know, looking forward to Michigan State. They're at at home, homecoming game <clears> against, <throat> or uh, not homecoming game, senior game against Indiana. Like I said, making a bowl game there, uh, you know, would be be awesome um yeah and then just kind of some weird other matchups that are kind of just floating around up there you know kansas state west virginia could be interesting uh, i don't know it, you know miami clemson <laughs> who knows That's, um yeah georgia yeah. kentucky it's just <laughs> yeah yeah byu playing um formerly known as dixie state uh they're uh, playing utah tech uh the, so, <laughs> hey you know interstate rivalry civil war if you will because yeah well yeah that's a dixie state they would they would (laughs) um you know yeah boise state wyoming could be an interesting one yeah so listen there's good games on big
0: name brand teams that are fun to just watch from a a talent level boise state wyoming i guarantee everybody listening to this i'm gonna get a text from kyle on saturday morning he's like "Mm, what's the over in that game Right. What's the, what's the, that's the <laughs> game that Kyle looks at, at and he's Ohio, like hmm,
1: I like that yeah I'm, I, seriously yeah I'm looking at these now and I, I I don't even I you know actually like I this could be a decent betting weekend because looking at some of the lines and stuff I, I don't know I, it's it's the big ones are, are kind of the blowouts there are lots of points being thrown around there but there's a lot of unknowns I think that are out there so this could be a good betting week weekend but what do I know I haven't won one fucking parlay that's
0: that's because before. I keep trying to tell you you get 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 away from the parlays, just individual Never. plays, just Never. just because. Look, if you take your parlays, you put a four-leg parlay together, you always end up fucking lose one. If you just put four plays in, you win three out of the four, and you take money home,
1: top. I know. I just I'm addicted to the parlays and and betting on teams like Wyoming. So yeah, but just bet on Wyoming straight
0: up, then you can just sit down and just watch the game, just un, unimpeded. But and hey, they listen, have to. it's it's your money. Do it the fuck you want with it, but. Uh, I I have to I have to leave Kyle. So feel no, free to feel free to freeform solo exposé by yourself. I gotta put self tanner on my wife.
1: So I love it. I love it. Yep. But uh, no, this is name image podcast. Shorter one this week, but I promise you in the next coming weeks, especially don't promise that, uh, shit
0: for Thanksgiving week because we both know there's no chance there's a podcast coming out. We'll see. We'll
1: see. But, yeah, it took a uh, week off last week. Um, we'll be we'll be in the mix. We're tweeting a lot more, which is great, too. I'm um, getting some good interactions there. Tavion Thomas from Utah DM'd us. I don't know if he was hacked or what, but, hey, I'll take it. So, hey, Tavion, so, hey, if you're listening, we'll Great game. Great game, son, last weekend. I don't know. It, it was wonderful. And, uh, yeah, name him his podcast, like, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We will have plenty of content uh, moving forward as college basketball progresses, as the playoff kind of takes – even a, a more clear, hopefully more clear picture, but uh, Michael, rest up, feel better, get that tanning oil on. Uh, your your wonderful wife Anna, part of the uh, survivors committee. Uh, that her and I. Are
0: shut on. the fuck up with that shit.
1: BPM, only by Mike Committee. All right, uh, um, this so, podcast
0: is over. We never see another episode because Kyle's a loser. Bye, everybody. <laughs> see you guys.
1: Skip, we know Skip. Mm -hmm. Skip, I know Skip. Skip. Like that, Skip. Anything else you want to know about me, Skip?